and welcome to another episode of Careering, where we interview fearless females about what makes them tick both in business and in life. I'm your host, Lori Halter, and I can't wait to have you here today's episode. Let's jump right in. Hey, Careering fans, I am here at NADA with Kirsten Wambush from Experian Automotive. Kirsten, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me. Well, we're excited to have you on the show. So when I was talking to you about what we wanted to discuss today, we talked a lot about intention and being intentional about things. So I want to go into that. But before that, give us a little information about yourself and how you got started. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as you said, my name is Kirsten Von Bush. I am currently the Director of Product Marketing at Experian Automotive, and I've been with Experian now for eight years. But I have always been in the auto industry. So prior to Experian, I was with a large DMS company, yep. and I came to them by way of an acquisition from a small startup. Oh, wow. So I've had the opportunity to be the smallest, smallest, smallest startup of like, we weren't quite in the garage, but I mean, there's about 30 of us okay. doing everything. You could have fit in the garage. <laughs> we could have fit in the garage, absolutely, okay. to a very large organization, and now with Experian Automotive and I just love the auto industry. It's 20 plus years for me now. Good for you. Yeah, I've always been auto. I love it. Well, you know, I'm a huge fan of females in automotive, so Mm -hmm. I love seeing executives like yourself coming into the space. We talked a lot about, I think you said you really like being intentional about Mm -hmm. things. So let's talk about intention for a little bit. What do you feel like you've done intentionally or been intentional about in terms of your career within automotive? Well, Lori, I, first of all, love my career. I love what I do, but my absolutely proudest achievement is being a mom. Oh. And I am a mom to three boys. Okay. I will give them a quick shout out, Everett, Elliot, and Barrett. Yes. I absolutely adore those boys. And, you know, I became a mom a little bit later in life. Mm-hmm. And I made an absolutely intentional decision to change companies because I needed some additional flexibility to be able to pursue motherhood. Yes. And I went as far as leaving a company after 14 plus years with that organization because I knew more than anything, I wanted to be a mom. Yes. I still wanted to have my career, but I knew I needed additional flexibility in order to be able to have Yes, I love that so much because I speak with so many women who talk about the fact that they think they need to end their career when they have their first child. And the truth is there's just a wide variety and getting more so with remote work. Mm -hmm. um, There's just a wide variety of options. So I love that you knew you were wanting to give a lot to your motherhood. And so you found a way to make that work. It's fantastic. Now, would you say you've done, you've done the gamut, you've done small, like you Mm -hmm. said, to the very large, what do you, who would you say is more flexible? Because smaller, you're working really, really hard in a bunch of different hats. Larger, you have a little more freedom within the organization, but maybe not as much freedom to do what you want outside of the organization. I think you captured it beautifully. Absolutely. I mean, early in my career gave me so much exposure and experience. Yeah. Because there wasn't a department to do something. There was a job that needed to be done and you were going to do it. And then yeah. you were going to do another job and a different job after that. And just whatever it took to make the company successful in those early growth years. Yeah. And that was amazing experience. It would have taken years and years and years to accomplish that within a larger organization. But right now I have what I believe to be kind of the best of both worlds. Because while I am at Experian, obviously an enormous global company, 
that offers such fantastic support and benefits. I'm within the automotive business unit. Speaking is a rather small business unit, so I feel like I have the flexibility to get the work that I need to get done done and yeah. the support, but also the big company flexibility and benefits. I love that. And, you know, I think this is goes into another area, which is a lot of the listeners are on our younger side. Like, so we have a big demographic that's the 25 to 30. What would you say for these women as they're looking at different options for their lives, whether it's becoming motherhood, whether it's, be, you know, leaving a job that's too stressful that they're working at 80 hours a week, um, or even just growing in a company, what would you say to them about intention and how they need to be intentional about it? What advice would you give? First thing I would say is, to know what you want. Yeah. And sometimes, even if you don't know exactly what you want, you might know what you don't want. Right. And that can help narrow your choices in your path. And it might not always be a completely linear, you know, the career ladder. Right. Where oftentimes, to gain additional experience, to gain additional exposure, it's okay to take a lateral move and to gain insights to another area of the business and to figure out, is that where you want to grow or not? Yes. Because sometimes some of my roles that have been, I wouldn't say the most um, impactful, you know, yeah. but they've, they've helped me narrow my focus because I'm like, oh, you know what? This was interesting and this was great and I gained a lot of skills and experience, but this isn't where I want to be long term. Mm -hmm. So let me really drive my own career path. Yes. And work towards what I want to achieve and where I want to do that. I am so down on this whole conversation because I feel like this happens. Like when I was in my 20s, I didn't really even understand that I had choices other than leaving the company or, you know, I, I just let what happened to me be dictated by the mm -hmm. company I was with and how often I was promoted. And so I think it's a great message for younger women, especially that set your own career path. I love that. Absolutely. You have to own it yourself. Yep. So we're both in automotive, like I said. You we're both twenty plus years, which is so mm -hmm. cool. How do you think automotive has changed for females? And uh, what, what do you think about where we're at today? Well, I think that we have grown as an industry a lot. Yeah. With that being said, I think we have a lot of room for growth. <laughs> yes. So you know, having been here for twenty plus years, I can absolutely vividly remember the times where I was the only female in the room. Yeah. There were no other representatives of females in a conversation, in a meeting, um, you know, within a department perhaps. And, and that has changed, absolutely. So that's so welcoming to have that additional perspective and the additional insights. And I mean, as a woman, we impact so many of the automotive purchasing decisions. Oh my gosh, I mean, right. If I remember correctly, I think it's 85% of purchasing are, decisions yes, that's the correct are step. influenced by women. Why aren't we part of the leadership right. <laughs> and the development of every step within the industry? Yes. So we have seen increase and additional women being represented. However, as I said, with that being said, gosh, we need more. Yeah. We absolutely need more. And we need more at senior leadership roles. Yes. 100%. So it's not just about what is the overall ratio, but yep. what is the ratio throughout the organization? And are women being represented at the absolute decision maker level? Yes, I love that. And I think it's so true. I mean, we have come such a far way. When I think about NADA, my first couple NADAs, I mean, you had women walking around dressed like Marilyn Monroe, yes. right? Jerseys on with nothing else in heels. I was like mm -hmm. appalled. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we have come a long way from that. But I do have to say, I was just at a conference recently. It was a smaller conference. It was only 60 people. I was one of the only women in there. And I was asked continually if I was a dealer wife. Like I, there was just not even, they didn't even think I was <laughs> the owner of a company. So we do have quite a ways to go in terms of women in automotive. But I'm so encouraged by what I'm seeing um, through the women in automotive right now. I think there's a couple of key players who are really pushing it forward. And uh, it's great to see in Absolutely. the industry. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So it's a wonderful time to be part of it. Yep. And to feel as though, you know, whatever small contribution I can make that helping to grow that and yes. expand that for other women as they come up in their careers. Well, and you're in a leadership role, like mm -hmm. you said. So it's nice seeing women at executive leadership level roles. Mm -hmm. That's very key, I think, to move forward. Absolutely. All right. Let's talk about you being a mom because yeah. I love how excited you are about <laughs> your boys. I love that you gave them a shout out. You have three boys. How old are they? I have three boys. So my oldest is five. Okay. Wow. Young. Yes. So young boys. Yes. Young boys. And then I have twins who will be four in just a couple months. So oh, that's great. I have three under the age of five. Wow. It is very busy time in my life. Yes, There's absolutely. So much energy. <laughs> and boy energy, which is like a whole different dynamic. Yes, it is. So how do you keep that balanced? How do you, I'd love to know, how do you keep the motherhood balanced, but also time for yourself and self-care? Because Three kids under the age of five, a full-time job, and, you know, everything else you have going on. How in the world are you able to keep that balanced? <laughs> well, it, I don't know that I always do it very well on every single given day, where, you know, some days I may need to give more to my family, mm -hmm. and then I need to, you know, adjust my work priorities for that day, and other days, or events like this where I'm gone for the weekend and I'm not at home. Yeah. I need to focus more on my career and I have the support to be able to do that professionally. And I think that's one thing that if I have a little bit of the mom guilt, I remind myself that I want my boys to see me as a working mom. Yes. That is, that's my personal choice. I think, though, that for me, that's really important to demonstrate for them. Yes. Where it's like, no, mom goes to work, and mom has a career, and mom has a busy career. And it's not just empowering females, but also I'm like, how do I make sure that my boys yes. understand and encourage the women in their lives yes. to be the most. Oh my gosh, I'm getting like chills well. as you're talking. Yes. I'm getting chills as you're saying that. Because I think that's key. I mean, I think I talk to so many moms who feel guilt if they have a career mm -hmm. as well. And time and time and time again, there's stories of their mm -hmm. kids coming through and saying what it's meant to them to have a working mom. It actually gets me kind of choked up to think about, like, because it really is, we feel so, I'll speak for myself. Sometimes I feel bad that I'm you know, at these conferences and I'm not at home with that. Mine are now 14 and 16, so they're a little bit older. But, um, man, the amount of times that they've told someone or told the class or told mm -hmm. the teacher how proud they are that yeah. they have a mom who owns her own business mm -hmm. is really wonderful. So I think there's something about them just seeing it in action yeah. as well. Right? Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah, you don't have to say anything about it. It's just them mm -hmm. watching you in your daily life and what yeah. you do. So with everything going on in your world, do you actually do self-care? Do you make time for self-care? Does it happen? <laughs> I, I do. Absolutely. Now, there's never enough time for it. Right? right. Right. But I do focus on it where 
I am not a morning person. Me either. Okay. You know spirits. I absolutely set my alarm during the week and I walk with one of my girlfriends every morning during the week at home because it's before my kids are up. It is time that I have for just kind of a girl therapy. Yes. And we'll get a little fresh air and exercise as well. So absolutely. I prioritize that. It's not my choice. I don't want to get up at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> do you I, get up at 4.30 I, to I work? do. I would never do that by choice. But you know what? I prioritize the time yep. that I need for just refilling my own. Yes. You know? Yes. Bucket, if you will. And also in the evenings, I am very big on bedtime structure. Yes, bedtime I was is too. Bedtime is bedtime. And you know what? <laughs> you are going to bed. I love you. I absolutely love you. Yeah. But you're going to bed and I won't see you until the morning. Yeah. So good for you. I, I really have focused on that where it's like, no, you need sleep. And I need and some time. <laughs> I, need, I need you to sleep. Yes. 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 I mm-hmm. know that story well. I have some friends when the kids were much younger who they'd have them stay awake until whenever. And I was like, what are you doing? I don't even really care about the sleep schedule of the kids. I care about, like, where's your time? Yeah. If they're staying awake with you this long. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I, mommy has plans after you go to bed <laughs> that do not involve you. They involve yes. wine and binging Netflix, right? For sure. Yes. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Well, I think it's wonderful. I love how you're pulling together your career and your motherhood journey. That's all what this podcast is about. So, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you? People can find me at Experian, so um, Kirsten.ronbush at Experian.com. Okay, great. Um, also, I mean, I live and die by my cell phone, so text is always great. Love that. And, of course, I'm on LinkedIn. Okay, so great. let's connect. Well, I really appreciate you being on. Thanks so much for making the time today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a review or rating on your podcast player of choice. If you have a future female leader that you would like to hear on careering, please leave us her name and contact information at the link below. Thank you. Thank you.